season 41 episode two we're the buffs here to recap it last week wasn't the best look i was sick uh something else was wrong we weren't at, we weren't at our right locations i'm back at the right location gideon's at his new apartment that's right uh, yeah uh podcast gear still uh, in transit so uh, we'll get the we'll get the full setup soon sorry we're late we're late because um I was in the middle of the woods in New Jersey, and that's the only context that I'm given. Yep. Yeah, guys, we couldn't do the recap. You know, usually we do it the day after, but we mm-hmm. couldn't because Adam was roaming the woods of New Jersey. So we apologize. I have a good reason. I just don't. I just don't want to share it. It's classified. It's classified. Yes. What isn't classified is boom. Bochi's gone. Ugh. My Look gosh. at that. We got to start it next week. I'm going to have a graphic where I put X's over the people that are eliminated. But uh, go so, check out our, our fantasy draft if you haven't. These are oh. our, our teams. Oh, man. Gideon's team is not looking good. Nope. Three people gone. Three <laughs> people gone from my team. Oh. Yep. Man. But, uh, I mean, just so you can see our faces here. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, man. Not looking good for you. But remember, all you got to do is have the winner on your team. We're not doing points or anything uh, this time. But, uh, yeah, Sarah, Bochi, who else? Eric. Oh, tough losses, tough losses. But um, you got Chantel. She seems to be doing good. Uh, Deshaun seems to be in a a good position. Um, Danny, I feel like a lot of people think Danny's getting a, a potential winner's edit. So, those are the teams so far. Uh, I will say I didn't have any sp- – I was just telling Gideon this. I didn't have any uh, spoilers. I avoided them all. The one I did see somehow was I saw like the someone commented on one of our recaps, the boot list, and I was like, oh, no, and I covered up my screen. And just barely – it was on our fantasy draft. Just barely I could make out um, Eric and uh, Sarah, who had already been gone, and then the next one was Bochi. So – um, is like the one spoiler I had, uh, but uh, you were we were kind of right, right? We were like Vochi is either gonna be an early boot or a winner, <laughs> or make it to the finale. That's so, what we said. That's I mean that's the prediction we had, and you mm-hmm. know, just to jump right in it, I mean, yeah, Vochi he had all these preconceived notions about him before the show aired. Everybody was like. He's going to be the next Russell Hans or the next yeah. Jacob Derwin. Like he's just going to like, he's going to just try to scramble strategize all the time. He's going to be nothing but strategy and he's either going to flame out or be a glorious character. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this can classify as a flame out though, because yeah. Yeah. he never really flamed. Right. Yeah. He, he, everyone was like, Oh, he's, he's the villain. He's the yeah. Russell. He's the, you know, He's the Parv. He's the the Tyson, the coach. He's the villain. But like, it, it seemed like everyone liked him. It wasn't like he didn't vibe well. It's just it uh, seemed like it, it seemed like he was well liked. He mm-hmm. didn't do anything to rub people the wrong way. And yeah. then with with the public, um, I mean, public opinion mm-hmm. on him changed. I mean, people liked him then too. Um, yeah. So I don't know what it was preseason that made people think that he was going to be a villain, maybe just because he kind of looks like one. <laughs> I don't know. But um, no, I mean, he was likable. It's just Voch, he, he, he can never get his footing in the game. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, it pretty much the, the way that when they voted Eric out, um, it almost kind of sealed his fate uh, or at least started to when Xander got the advantage. It was, you know, Xander in uh, Bochi and then it was Liana and uh, Tiffany. And then Evie kind of was the, the middle vote. They got to decide who went home. She picked the girls and between Bochi and Xander, are you going to pick the guy with no, you know, as far as you know, no advantage, no idol or the guy with two advantages uh, or an advantage and a potential future idol. So I think that scared her a little bit or at least scared Tiffany and the talk of everyone. And then we're kind of jumping to the end a bit here. We'll circle back to the beginning. But um, it just seemed like I don't know if there's much he could have done to save himself. I feel and like once Eric went home, it was that. was Yeah. It. Yeah. And, you know, Eric going home. Uh, was the right move, I think, for Vochi. I mean, he couldn't really do anything else. The girls were already set on kind of wanting him out. The most he could have done is get Xander to tie, maybe. Um, so, I mean, it was the right move there. He yeah. just put in. He 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 was he drew a short stick for sure, and that happens on Survivor, and it, it's unfortunate because um, he was a likable guy. I liked him a lot. He was funny, and I think given the right circumstances, he could have had an impact on the game. Yeah. But like I said, he just – those women had no chance of breaking that. Yep. He's like one of those rare players who gets voted off pr uh, like pre-merge that you're like, he probably won't ever come back because no one pre-merge usually comes back unless you're like, you know, when we're – but, and that's what uh, I was saying. It's just like that. I was, I, but I was, I was saying this to um, somebody the other day. I was like, yeah, if there was like the next Kelly Wentworth, like somebody gets brought back, and you're like, why are they getting brought back? And then they end up turning into a really good player. It would probably be him, mm -hmm. um, because he definitely has the capabilities of being a good player, and his 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 head yeah. was in the right spot. He just had no luck he, he he had some bad luck and uh, yeah. it wasn't on him yeah um yeah to, to go back sort of to the beginning of the episode we had that uh that scene with brad um which i feel like those sort of scenes are so new school like those sort of things would like never happen like pre pre-russell era because like that's such a uh, you know like an old school survivor used to open up with like a moment of, Oh, we caught a fish or we caught something like that. Nowadays it's like, it's just, it really goes to show that we're in this era where it's like all strategy all the time. And like, I do sort of miss some of those, um, you know, moments where we get to see the tribe bond a little bit. Um, I think Brad's spy nest esque move was, you know, entertaining, but, you know, I, I think it was maybe Chantel who said this, but like it points, um, it, 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 it paints him as like a paranoid person. What he really should have done is not told Chantel because once he told her, she's going to perceive him as paranoid. And then what did she do? She went ahead and told Ricard like right away. Like, I, I don't, I think it wasn't a really good move on on Brad's part uh, to do that it was entertaining, but uh, I don't know. What do you think? I don't, I don't, I don't think that was, I, you know, spying is, is not a bad move, but I feel like if you're spying, unless you're like locked in, like Tony and Sarah were in winners at war, for example, uh, I feel like 
letting people know that you're spying is not a good thing because then they're like, oh, is he spying on me? I don't know. Yeah, there's definitely a right way to spy. And we've seen that with Tony and Sarah. It was entertaining out of Brad. It could have been a good move if he didn't tell the tribe. Um, yeah. And now whenever people go to the water well, they're going to be kicking the bushes, um, you know, right. searching, for, searching for Brad. So it, it's it's not it's not good for him. I was surprised he did that because, you know, preseason, everybody was like, oh, he's going to be the old school guy that just wants to be you yeah. know, strong. And no, I mean, that was a that was a new school move. However, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't the, the best move. It wasn't executed to the, the fullest extent. Um, yeah. Now he got information from spying. Sure. But now he's not going to get any more ever. Right. Yeah, they're either going to check out the bushes or just talk somewhere else or talk very low because he didn't hear much, you know, like he said in the interview or the confession. All he really heard was uh, he and, you know, and he being the only other guy in the tribe, obviously they were referencing him, um, which was, you know, a, a, a smart uh, conclusion to come to. He was, he was right. I mean, he was absolutely right. They were, he was spying on them because he was worried they were talking about him and they were. So like, it, you know, this, the move itself made sense, but going, Hey Chantel, I'm about to go do this. To me, that just, no. uh, wasn't smart. You just go, Hey, I'm going to the beachfront to go take a dump. And then you just mm -hmm. dart. It was a Tony like move, but, uh, Tony was, uh, the difference is Tony was very smart and aware of, uh, when he gave information out to other people. I think Brad is a bit too loose with that, and I think that's going to uh, come back to haunt him. But uh, what was yeah, that? It's, it's, pro it's probably, yeah. probably going to bite him. I mean, he's, de he's definitely, because of that, he was probably already low on the totem pole because he received votes, but that definitely submits his spot at the bottom of yeah. that tribe for, for sure. sure. For sure. Um over in the blue tribe, we got Nasir, the next, uh, the new Aussie, the new Rupert, the new, uh, he's bringing back the old, um, you know, the old strategy of being the, being the provider. And I wouldn't have guessed it. Not that he's, um, simply just cause the fact that like, you know, you look at someone like Aussie, um, it, it's just clear that he's, you know, such an outdoors guy with Nasir based on a little bit of press they gave, he didn't come across as that, but man, it seems like he's, uh, He's the guy that uh, is the outdoors guy this of this season. Nasir, I tell you what, I, th I, I, I think America loves Nasir. I, th I think everybody everybody's liking him a lot. Yeah. Um, the only problem with Nasir being Nasir is that he's too he's being too likable. Yeah. And I mean, you saw day one, he gave like a final tribal speech right off the bat, talking about how Survivor taught him English, and then. He goes and shows that he can make fire in like three seconds. Yeah. If if Nasir gets to the final four, he wins. Right. Yeah. You can't take him there because of yeah. fire making. I mean, it'd be stupid. He's too likable. What he should have done was, even though he knew how to make fire, he could have been like, "Oh yeah, I think you, you're supposed to do it this way, right?" He could have, you know, added a little bit of like, you know, hustled them a little bit. He was just like. Oh, fire, watch this. Blindfold behind the back, toss the flint up, do a little juggle, bam, is your fire. 
Yeah, Nasir had that little hiccup where he spread to the women of the tribe that Danny and Deshaun were looking for the idol, and then that ended up biting him later. However, it yeah. seemed like he was getting his footing back in the game. Yeah. Um, however, and you know, Sydney says in her confessional, originally we were just trying to learn as much as we could so we could kick him off. But I'm actually starting to like him. I want to keep him around. Yeah. Uh, but Sydney, I can guarantee you, you aren't going to want to keep him around post merge because that he will be a problem. Yeah. Um, See, so yeah, I do like how they kind of bounce between the three tribes before the challenge. Because uh, over in the yellow tribe, we had Xander. I love that he's you know taking these risks. I mean, I feel like that's especially in this new era. I feel like he, I feel like he gets it. He's one of the the people of this season that's getting it the quickest at like exactly what this season has um to offer uh, with this whole uh you know take taking the risk with the um with the idol but well you know, he's playing a playing a bold game I, I do like that he's taking risks but i feel like he's he's the same thing with um uh with uh who are we talking about at the beginning with brad it's like he's you gotta you gotta be very limited with the information you give off i feel like xander told everyone about all of his secrets so quick i guess it saved them this episode because it made them scared to vote for him but i feel like in the long run it's uh, it's, it's gonna hurt him giving away so much information so soon i don't know what about you yeah i there there is a level where you're being too honest with your tribe and zen yeah. is definitely there um mm -hmm. however I think when you're playing such a bold and risky game um, like Xander is right off the bat, I, you know, I thought this guy was an app developer. You need to think about mathematical risk. The, <laughs> the taking the risk and or protecting, protecting your vote for the extra vote, um, I think that was a good move to take the risk because you get to know Danny. Danny seems like he's going to protect his vote, seems like a pretty straightforward old school guy he'll probably protect. And then also, if you lose your vote for the first tribal, it's usually, you know, like we were talking about our last recap, it's usually not a split vote or anything like mm -hmm. that. So you don't really need it for that first tribal. So that was a good move. However, taking an advantage and testing your luck again, when the name of the advantage is literally beware, <laughs> why are you going to, why are you taking it? Um, curiosity, I think, got the best of him. He wanted to know what it was because he could have just put it back in the tree and gone on with it, but he didn't. And let me just say, the beware advantage, that's a terrible advantage. Awful. I would not want it. I, I, don't, know how, I don't know how you feel about it, but I think it's a bad, bad advantage. What, uh, with the phrases? Not, not with the phrases, but you don't have a vote. Oh yeah, say, yeah, yeah. You don't you don't have a vote and and then um in order for you to have an idol, then two other people at least have to know that you have that idol. Yeah. The way I would like to play Survivor if I ever got on was don't tell anybody I have an idol. I wouldn't right. want that. I wouldn't want other people to know I have it. Right, yeah. And then and then you have you have all these situations where if other people find this beware advantage, they'll be like Oh, he said the phrase, so he has it over there. So then a whole tribe knows it now. I mean, you might as well hang your hang it around your neck. Everybody's gonna know in a few days. Right. Anyways, I think it's a terrible advantage. I wouldn't have taken it. Yeah. I think that was a bad move on Xander's part and also a bad move to tell people. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe like 
when you hit the merge, if you know you're in a comfortable position, but like this early in the game, losing your vote for you're, potentially multiple, multiple challenges. You're oh, on a five-person tribe, bro. Yeah. You really want to risk it? Right, right. Um, but I do like it for now, like for the show, you know, like the phrase thing. I and, I think it could be fun. I think it could be a that's fun hilar thing. It's hilarious. What's more yeah. hilarious is that he has to say it next episode again. Oh, did the phrases not change? I thought they changed. He has to say it again. It was confirmed by Dalton Ross on Twitter. Oh, that he he okay. has to say Butterflies <laughs> Reviving My Dead Relatives again. He has to say it again. What's funny is like when he says it, Tiffany's like, <laughs> she gives a face like, yeah, yeah, that, we're all feeling that too. We're all feeling it. Yeah. I, I think it's hilarious. I didn't know that. That makes it even more fun. Like I, 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 I agree with you with Xander, but I think I'm glad he took it from like an entertainment standpoint because yes. I think it's going to be funny. And I hope from people, an entertainment uh, standpoint, I am yeah. glad he took it. If yeah. I'm Xander, I wouldn't have taken it though. Right. Um. Uh. We were talking. What were we talking before this? I can't remember. We're we talking about. Uh, Winners edits. I think uh, the people who might have winners edits or are um, Chantel for me, Chantel, Xander, um, maybe Sydney, Nasir, um, and then like Evie and Ricard. I feel like those are the those are the people who've had the and JD. He was kind of wasn't as present in this episode. I feel like I feel like JD was the star of episode one. Evie was kind of the star of of episode two. Um, yeah. I agree. And about that beware advantage, how would you feel? <laughs> I'm just trying to think on other tribes, if I didn't want to take it, I'm just trying to put myself and kind of be a know-it-all here about strategy. Could mm -hmm. you tell somebody about the location, say like somehow maneuver it and say, Hey, there's an advantage like inside this tree, and try to get them to take it and see and, and make them take a risk instead of you. But then you know about it. I feel like that might have been a better move for Xander to to get somebody else to take it. And then if it's one of the girls, well, then they lose their vote. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden it's a two-two. Right. Yeah, it's 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 one of those advantages. See, like the thing with like an idol nullifier is it's just you play it and then it nullifies an idol. You know, there's not too much strategy that can revolve around it like when they first introduced the, the hidden muni idol it was like it's like every season there's like some new way people are playing with the immune like we're still learning we're still thinking of new ways to use the idol things like an idol nullifier you know there's not really much there's not really much strategy to it with this new phrase thing i feel like this, it opens up a whole box of new strategy, new dynamics to the show. Like what you just said, like I didn't even, I didn't even think of that, but that's a great. Um, you could, yeah. I mean, you could force about. somebody up. Yeah. Make somebody else take the risk. Right. And then you know about it now. Cause you can, you can be there with them when they find it. Like you can kind of maybe like somehow say, Oh, yeah. I saw, I found a map. And it said that there was an advantage here, like in this area, maybe you could help me look. And then they yeah, find yeah. it. Something like that, you know. It would, but did he know about the phrase thing before he took the risk or after? After. Because it just okay. says beware. The top right, says yeah. beware advantage. You can either take it and take the risk or, you know, put it back. Yeah. 
and forget about it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, it's weird. Yellow Tribe has probably been the most entertaining. The Blue Tribe, like I said from the get-go, Blue Tribe is going to dominate in the challenges, and I don't think the Blue Tribe will lose a person until merge, unless, of course, you know, unless there's a tribe swap. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we can't really predict the tribe swap ourselves. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to happen next episode, though, from how the uh, post credits were looking. So, um, yeah, I don't think they're dropping their buffs next time. Yeah. So I don't think Blue's going to lose anybody, and um, you know, Green's been a a, a little shaky. Ooh has been a little shaky, but you know, yeah. they got it. I I definitely think next episode we're gonna see uh, Yellow Ghost Tribal once again. Yeah, they've been um, they've definitely had the most screen time. Um, I'm wondering who's who's maybe playing a bolder game because Xander has the advantages, but Evie's doing the whole um, you know flip flopping. I mean, Xander and Vochi came into that tribal thinking Evie was. 100% locked in with them. Um, yeah. Which is surprising because it seems like she spent a fair amount of time with Tiff and with... Uh, um, yeah, the edit made it seem like how Leona. could Xander... The edit made it seem like how could Xander and Voce not know that Evie was conspiring with yeah. them? Are they just clueless? Right. I'm sure that wasn't the case. I'm sure we only saw a little bit of it. Another thing I was confused about is after Voce got voted out, Xander goes, yeah, that was really hard, man. That was really tough. Like, <laughs> did you know that was going to happen? Right. Because obviously we don't know because he couldn't vote. Like, would he have yeah. voted for Voce? Did Evie let him know, hey, we are taking out Voce? Just letting you know. Um, yeah. I don't know. But the edit, the edit led you believe that it was just as much of a blind side for Xander. Yeah. Until he said that. Yeah, until he said that, which kind of confused me. But has has Evie watched too much Survivor YouTubers and is trying to pull off an intentional Matt saying? Hmm. Is she trying to do what Denise did in the Philippines? I don't yeah. know. Um, you know the the theory about throwing, you know, throwing your tribes, th th throwing away your numbers on purpose. That's risky, um, but it'd be cool to see if Evie could pull it off. Of course, I didn't want it to happen. I, I would have liked it to stay competitive. I feel like we're not going to see a lot of competition at the challenge, mm -hmm. unless it's a double tribal again, which could be. I don't know. But um, I'd be surprised if there was another double. Yeah, Just because there's only sixteen or eighteen. I feel like this season um, would go by too quick if they had another double. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, I, but I definitely think we're going to see, um, you know, Yellow go back again. And then when that happens, you know, what do you do? Because it seems like Evie's trying to pull a Boston Rob and Philip. I feel like mm. she's trying to have Tiffany be her Philip. Because, I mean, to us, already mm. it just seems like Tiffany's clueless paranoid. She's already getting on her tribe mates' nerves. I mean, we saw that. Challenge beast. like, yeah. I mean, if Tiffany survives, maybe the next vote. I think if Tiffany survives the next vote, I think she's going to the final three. Yeah, if Yellow goes back, uh, it's got to be Xander, right? I mean, those it's got to be a lot. Yeah, it's got to be because at this point, if I'm in Evie's position, 
then yeah, mm-hmm. I would take out Xander and just keep Tiffany on my arm because she's not doing nothing. <laughs> except she, Tiffany's not doing anything except being paranoid. Yeah, which is surprising because like if you would have asked me pre-game, like who's the most mellow, like relaxed person, I would have I don't know if I would have said her like for sure Tiffany, but she definitely would have been someone I would have considered. It seems like she her and Brad have been like the two uh paranoia people the older people which is like the two oldest i know i know i'm surprised too and i know that was your uh winner pick um and and you know i don't i don't think it's going to come true if 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 she continues on this path i mean in order for tiffany to win she she would have to really turn it around here because already she is just all over the place yeah yeah I mean, Ricard was technically my winner pick. I guess I guess technically I did say Tiffany, but um, Ricard, Ricard was only not my winner pick because, like we said, he, he got too much. He, he got the winner preseason edit. He got like yeah, we, we, he's like on the yeah. cover of every thumbnail. I know. Ricard was just too good. I, he was too good to be true for me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean – Deshaun, Deshaun hasn't really had too much of an edit. The only time he's gotten screen time was because you can't really count the water challenge because that's by default. And then he got chosen to do the the walk, the summit, which so far I've liked the summits. I, I want to see if they lead to anything once we start either tribe swapping or uh, to the merge. But so far I, I like it because they've done summit-like things before, like in Australia um was another season they did a summit summit stuff in but um and it didn't really end up leading to anything um so yeah i mean it might lead to some cross-tribal alliances already um you know evie she might have shared a little too much on the summit i don't know i was i was looking at twitter during evie summit and and that whole time, Boston Rob started tweeting, loose lips, sink ships. Sink ships. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you had to pick, like, three most likely to win and three most likely, like, probably have no chance to win, what would, what would be your, your pick? So, no chance to win – Probably, I would say number one is probably Tiffany. No chance to win. Mm-hmm. Then, ooh, no chance. Nasir, because he's too big of a threat already. Mm-hmm. I think Nasir has no chance unless he just goes on a crazy challenge run. Yeah. And then, Erica's just been invisible. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably say my my three are Erica, Jenny, who it's it it's we we talked last week about the either you know either a rogue vote or just like I don't know it, it seems like Jenny's awareness of of the game just isn't all there. Um, I would say Jenny, Erica, and probably what's uh gosh what's her name uh, next to up uh, uh, next to Brad. Why can't I never remember her name? Next Heather. 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 She's she's become invisible too. Um, three most likely to win. If I had to pick, it's 
I, I'm going to go ahead and say Chantel, who I wish I picked instead of Tiffany. Um, Ricard, I'll still throw him up there. And I guess I got to say Evie. I mean, yeah, I would say that. Chantel. The, the winners at it are probably Chantel, Evie, and maybe JD. Maybe. I feel like Chantel would kill it in Final Tribal. Like, I feel like she would, she would, yeah. I feel like, yeah, I, feel I mean, like she she's, a, she's a, she's a pastor. So, yeah. she, um, you know, she, right. I guess she, she preaches, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tiffany in that challenge, though. <sighs> Greatest tribal performance of all. No, I'm just kidding. She's terrible, dude. I mean, she. we might have a worse. We might have finally found somebody worse at challenges than Sandra. Yeah. Well, yeah, Mafia Pastor. But, um, you know, she made the excuse of. Can't go, can't go one podcast without an ambulance. That's that's New York for you. What's unfortunate is that now we both live in New York, so it's probably all, it's probably going to happen at least once for each yeah. of us. I live in Harlem, you know. You're like, eh, I'll probably get some. Yeah, bed style. Um, what was I saying? Uh, Tiffany, she used the excuse of, um, you know, her lack of food, lack of sleep, but it's not like she, everyone has that. You know what I mean? It's not like she's the only. It's not like she had like was stuck on exile or something. Everyone has that. I mean, uh, you know, I guess Heather is about her age. She set out, but I mean, um, Chantel, uh, no, Liana was actually low key really good in the challenge. Um, they didn't they didn't really show her run too much because they were kind of just focused on Jeff yelling at Tiffany. Come on, Tiff, pick it up. Um. Uh, but Liana killed it, and I'm glad. Yeah, um, Liana. Liana really made up ground. Uh, yeah, to where they got close. To, close, yeah. Yeah, I mean that seemed. It seemed like because of Tiffany, they weren't even gonna make it. Yeah. There. But you know, it's like they completely turned it around um, with Liana's run and swim. <laughs> I love how she fell off. She fell off um, crawling. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. I don't know. Hey, all I have to say is I know of a of a certain individual who was terrible at challenges, who was great with women, and who had terrible balance and even fell off while he was scooting along, and he ended up winning the game, and that man's name is Chris Daughtry. So don't count her out just yet. Chris did win. Chris did win. Um, definitely not counter out. They'll be still rooting for her. Her and Ricard were my two winner picks. Um, but yeah, uh, not a bad episode. Um, I mean, it's always tough when you got three tribes or you know three or more tribes because you you know you you have to show at least each tribe you know twice, um, and then it, it, because it's three tribes, once you find out which tribe is going to council, you pretty much don't even show. The other two beyond that point, it's just yeah. The I feel, that's going I feel like we've had about five minutes of screen time from Blue. Yeah, which is weird because they seem like well, it's not weird. It's 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 um, they've been uh, it seems like getting along the most. Even the seer with um, 
all the stuff from episode one with Deshaun and Danny doing the water and I'm not trusting them. Seems like that's water under the bridge. The seer snitching on them. Seems like that's water under the bridge. Seems like everything in that tribe is just very copacetic. Um, everyone seems in a good, I know we haven't seen too much of Erica, but she seems in a good spot. Um, is Tiffany on that or uh, uh, Heather? Is she blue or is she green? She's blue, right? Yeah. yeah. So we don't we haven't seen much of her, Erica, but um, uh, Danny, Deshaun, Sierra, Sydney all seem like uh, you know early. I don't want to say power players, but potential potential people to go far. Um, but uh, yeah, so once we once we get to the tribe swap, I'm hoping it goes from three to two tribes because. That way we can get more more screen time. Uh, but that being said, I do think episode two was a good episode. Um, I think it was a good better... episode. I was frustrated, but it was a good episode. Yeah. I was just, I mean, you know, you're, you're sitting there, of course, on the couch, and you're like, yeah. you idiots. I think I tweeted that. <laughs> you idiots. How could you get rid of Oche? Also, because I liked David, but, um, yeah. you know. So it was frustrating. It was a frustrating episode because you're like, are you guys just throwing challenges? Like, this isn't entertaining if you're just going to throw. But. Do you think they did? I think voting out David pretty much confirmed that they don't really care about numbers anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, when you got a couple successful Matt Sings in the last, you know. Ten or so years. Hard Who's, to, uh, who succeeded? Who who did an intentional Matt saying other than Denise? Well, Denise's wasn't intentional. Well, who did who did an intentional Matt saying then? Um. Well, I didn't say intentional. I just said a Matt saying. I don't know. It's just like Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just it's a theory. It's a theory we haven't seen played out to the fullest potential, but we are watching it right now, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, all right. Well, do you have any more thoughts on the episode, or should we uh, start to wrap this up here? I have little. I have little more thoughts. I, I, I have none. I don't have anything. Really. Oh, okay. All right, guys. Well, um, this was an episode two recap. Thanks for all that are watching live. Um, and uh, to those who are going to watch later. And if you're not watching, um, then you are listening on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts. Because you can find us on all three. The link to those are in the description. Um, give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Become a channel. member. Become a member. If you go to our main page on our channel uh next to the subscribe button you can go ahead and hit the join button join we got two button. tiers two tiers we have a 4.99 tier and a 9.99 tier um depending which tier you get you get um the potential to get early access on our interviews with survivors big brother challenge people um as well as um the top tier you can actually sit in on interviews so like our next interview is going to be with uh, I'll just 
give 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 that out here. It's going to be with Jonathan Penner. So that's coming up pretty soon. So if you are a ten dollar tier, there's a chance that you can actually sit in. You won't be on the screen during the recording, but you can sit back in the lobby and then you know maybe say hi, um, ask a quick question. Yeah, join, be a member. Gideon, uh, Gideon will send you a personal um, T-shirt with his face on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will for sure. Um, thanks, Diana. Thanks. Um, rooting for Nasir. We are. I love Nasir. <laughs> um, yes. Thanks so much, guys. Uh, next week, hopefully, we will be back for an episode. We'll definitely be back for episode three. Hopefully, we can do it the day after. We're gonna try to do it the day after. Um, I'm actually I'm in the woods because I'm I'm working on a, a a feature film, a horror movie that's going to be coming out next year. So check that out. It's called Consumed when it comes out. But I'm literally in the middle of the woods in this place called Wawayanda, New Jersey. Um, but uh, so maybe my reception, while you're out there, you can learn how to build a fire and prepare. Dude, I have a machete. Where's that? I have a mach- it's it's in my other room, but I I have like a real. Um, uh, survivor machete. I was trying to uh, get some survivor stuff. I don't have my thing behind me. Let me let me show you real quick what I got. What'd you get, bro? So I know Gideon's seen a picture of it, but um, I uh, got I got one of Todd's. Todd hooked me up. So Todd, if you're you're probably not watching this, but if you are, thanks. This is a, I don't know if you, can you see it? Is it a glare? Oh, there it is. Siren. There it is. There it is. Siren. That's New York. <laughs> So this is a uh, so Todd Herzog, the winner of Survivor. What was it, China? Yeah. He I know he um he sent me this. Much love, Todd. He autographs it. Um, you don't have to get Jeff, guys. You can you can get Todd any 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 past contestant. He will he will do for you. Um, he'll send you a Funko Pop. Um, but he hooked me up. Um, I got a winners at War buff. Um, hopefully Tony can sign that one day. I got the oh one more thing. I got the original Survivor manual. I think written by Mark Burnett. This is like this is used because it was like a twenty-year-old book. I think Mark Burnett wrote this like twenty, like after season two or something. So my dad has a lot of old Survivor stuff because like he's been applying since season two. He has like since the, season two. Yeah, like every year. Well, he kind of he kind of fell off after like okay. a while but i'm getting him to apply again but um he has like the africa board game like, yeah like crap like that it's pretty cool mm-hmm. the good old days old school survivor the best absolutely um so yeah check out todd's uh todd's funk pop if you google todd's funk funko or funko pop is it funk or funko You know what are they called? Fair enough. Good take, Mike. What's Mike saying? Yasa tribe screwed. I agree. Is that yellow? I I don't know the tribe names by heart. Yeah, but... yeah, yep, yep, yep. That's yellow. Yeah. Yeah, they're in bad shape. Uh, they're as good of a shape as blue is looking. Um, is as bad as yellow's looking. By the way. Uh, why did Tiff? I just why did Tiffany volunteer for that? Because you only needed to send three, and they had five. 
why why was she out there? Because she didn't want to do the puzzle. I feel like if 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 she was as low energy and um yeah, just out of out of energy and out of whatever. Um at, you hear it? Two sirens this time. Jeez, New York what's guys. Going, what's going on outside our homes, bro? <laughs> I don't know. Well, they're not outside, but I do oh no, it is outside. I do. I don't know if you get, follow me on Instagram, you guys, if you haven't, because the the apartment across the street from me catches on fire at least once a week. Like I said, I've been in New Jersey. Did you see my story today? I've been in New Jersey for the last two weeks. Today was my first day back in New York, and uh, I was here for thirty minutes. I hear three fire trucks pop up. I'm like, you got to be kidding me! House across the street catches on fire. And it's it's always like just a little bit of smoke. It's never like an actual like house on fire. But um, no no one I don't think anyone's ever gotten hurt. But oh my gosh, um, yeah. But uh, I'll be going back to New Jersey for this uh, movie. I got three more weeks. I'm going to try to do the day after. Um, once the movie's done, we'll do the day after for sure. But for sure, we will have. Uh, a recap at some point uh, after each episode, unless some unless some absolute crazy happens, in which case uh, I'm sure Coach Drew would be happy to step up. Yeah. Um. All right. Very cool, guys. Um. That's it. Like, subscribe. Diane, tell uh, Tonus here that uh, we're rooting for him. He's been one of our our favorite players so far, and. Uh, Everyone uh, have a great day. Enjoy episode three. Become a member. And um, yeah, stay thirsty, my friends.